You're now listening to a Press Play Network podcast. from Nerdflow. This is All Into Wrestling podcast. Uh, this is going to be a, a bonus show that's going to be all about wrestling because we don't really get a lot of chances to talk about it on the weekly Nerdflow show. So uh, today, uh, being the first bonus show, we're going to be talking about uh, the NXT UK show uh, and then be touching on a little bit of the, the AEW uh, stuff that's been going down with the new promotion, uh, AEW. So uh, let's kick it off. We're running behind and nobody knows that I'm living in irresponsibility Filling upon the million times I let out I don't mean to, I've got a good heart I make mistakes, like press and record in the wrong part But I'm an older, I'm still never grown up I never tell a lie, I'm always forced to tell the truth That's a lie, cause I've never thrown up I swear that I could fly when I've never had a boner I'm sticking up on cause I need to be stuck up for not Stuck up buggers are living a life by the law Bless the bumper car, rascal glass Swinging all the mats, telling how it is And never what is this to keep back UK uh, takeover Blackpool happened this past Saturday. Yeah, past Saturday. Yep. Um, overall, overall, very good show. Very good show, though. Um, what I will say about like NXT UK, like the product is always kind of really hard. Like when <coughs> it's being such like a, I guess you say like a new new show or new brand or whatever, and it's always kind of like rough when you know they're getting the feet off the ground because it's kind of like some of the matches for me like when watching NXT UK and he's like in his very beginning right now it's like very rough it's not like watching like regular NXT but I would say from like this show in particular uh they really really kind of proved that you know that they could put on like like some really really good matches I'll say that much yeah because um when you look at it's, this is, a, in my opinion, how I looked at it is like, this is the first time I think America literally got a, a taste of British uh, style wrestling, and especially when it being a WWE product. So the only right. case they ever had of British wrestling was from a uh, British strong style uh, stable, which is basically Pete Dunne, Trent Seven, and uh, Tyler Bate, and of course the UK tournament that happened uh, not too long ago. 
So it was, in my opinion, for them to be for it to be the uh, first show, it, it did a solid. I give it a solid uh, nine point one. I give it a nine point one based off, uh, in my opinion, the, the match that saved it was uh, Balor and Devlin. In my opinion, that that was that was my my favorite. Yeah, that match. was that was that was that was like definitely like a that was definitely a shocker for me. Like to have to have Balor show up, and especially to go against a guy that he like a guy that he trained pretty much. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, I kind of felt like I know uh, Finn Balor had put up on Twitter. He was like the real. He put a, a picture of himself, you know, posing in the uh, NXT UK Blackpool. He was like the real Finn Balor. So it was like, oh, yeah. I was just, I was about to say, uh, like it, it, you can tell, like in that match alone, Finn felt more comfortable in that match more than anything. Yeah, then he feels like when he's on when he's on Raw normally for the most part. Yeah. And then a lot of people are even saying around the internet that. Like, uh, people say, like, you know, one of Finn Balor's best matches, in, you know, in 2019 so far. Um, so, with that being said, I mean, and, and part of me, like, also, like, okay, with the whole NXT UK brand, you know how in NXT, like, in the very beginning, in the inception of NXT, we had a lot of main roster guys that weren't being utilized a whole lot or didn't have a whole lot to do on the main roster, they started making appearances. So I hope this is kind of right. like a sign of like things to come. We can see a little bit more Finn Balor showing up on NXT UK. Uh, we can see the bar because the bar is pretty much a Euro team as well because Cesaro being Swiss and uh, Sheamus. Sheamus in yeah, Ireland. So and then uh, you have people, even a little bit of the cruiserweights, well, uh, especially with Butter Murphy, because you do have Australians yeah, on the uh, yeah. Exactly. On the show. Exactly, so. exactly. Like those guys as well. Uh you can, you know, you can bring on people like the iconics that are not really doing anything on SmackDown right now. Uh that would as I almost kind of wish like with NXT UK, I wish it would have came along like some months before. Because like for example, like the iconics are just not even really being even used on SmackDown for the most part. They could have that could have been an easy transition over to um over to NXT UK because I know Triple H was saying they did a um, a conference call like after NXT UK and he was saying like there's some talent that's going to be really there's some talent that's going to be mainstay for NXT UK and there's, they're, they're not going to make that transition up to the main roster and there's just some guys that are just you know they can they can fit into that main roster system that they will send up but there's some guys that'll be just they'll just be made they'll be staples of NXT UK which I don't have a problem with at all. Nothing wrong with that, because uh, how how you when you look at NXT now compared to what happened back um, before I say twenty twelve and around twenty twelve, you you would have thought just NXT would have just just been like the brand new version of um, Florida uh, FCW mm-hmm. and whatnot, because yep. that's what it was intended to be. And now when you look at NXT, it's like this is literally like a third brand. This could be a third. This might well be a third yeah. brand, and also. Um, now that uh, WWE has a performance center out there in the UK, uh, I know we can probably get more uh, talent. But at the same time, it worries me a little bit uh, in, in terms of the independent scene because uh, I actually <clears throat> I, I follow um, What Culture uh, Wrestling on uh, on YouTube. And shout out to them because they do a banging job when it comes to bringing uh, any type of reports, if anything. Um, but we're going to be that competition. Just, just a Just a... Just a shot right there. So yeah, we come for you. What what culture? We're we're, we're coming. We're coming. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. Like I know they have their own promotion out there. Then you have the promotions that uh 
Drew McIntyre was in when he loved WWE. He was over there. And, of course, you know, Pac, he's out oh. there. He's back out there. So it's like, um, in a sense, do you feel like with uh, NXT expanding a bit, now especially in the U.K., do you feel like any promotions out there in the U.K., do you think they might look at this as competition? Do you think they'll thrive from it? Or do you think this will probably be bad? Um, it's it's kind of like a – because I know uh, they were saying this came out like probably before the end of the year that WWE was locking down a lot of that NXT talent because that was uh, the, the U.K. talent per se, but purely because um, – they want to put them on more exclusive contracts because before guys like Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate, they could, you know, they could go in between NXT, NXT UK um, as they please and even outside of that as well. Now I do know, <clears throat> I do know WWE has a working relationship with progress and stuff like that. So if anything, they'll probably, you know, those guys will probably still maybe show up in progress and stuff like that. But you also have now, uh, World of Sports, which is another UK promotion for a lot of UK talent with them. And I'm pretty sure that was you World of Sports was I think I kind of feel that was kind of like that spark for them to start, you know, really taking this whole UK thing, NXT UK or just UK, gathering up a lot of UK talent, uh, starting them to take it seriously because that World of Sports was something that was had at one point had actually had picked up uh, JR uh as a commentator for which that they'll kind of fell through because WWE kind of intervened and kind of snatched them up for like some uh events like here and there on product lateral. Yeah, like uh yeah, because he had uh, I know he made an appearance. Yeah, he was I think was uh he was there when Pete Dunn won his uh won his uh you know his uh his uh UK right. title. I think he called that yep, match. So yeah and yeah so yeah I, I understood that part. But, yeah, um, but I kind of feel like yeah, with WWE, and the thing is right now they're just like, uh, and this comes from a lot of a lot of sources. They they're just signing talent just to be signing talent, man, because they 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 feel the they they're starting to feel the heat from a lot of, especially we're gonna talk about it a little bit in a few minutes. We're gonna talk about AEW, but we're starting to feel the heat from a lot of other promotions and stuff like that that are coming up on the rise and stuff like that, and that are really starting to be competition which is you know never a bad thing so yeah it's it's what we in my opinion thrive for um more on the uh uk uh uh takeover show uh for starters when it came to the uh first off I, i'm finna i ain't finna lie I, i'm finna be completely honest those tag team belts are the best looking belts in the wv i've seen in a long yes, time in a very very long time like and i'm very I and saw I'm very, them. And, and I'm very interested to see since okay, we got the announcement from Vince McMahon on the Christmas Day episode that you know women's tag team titles will be coming, and the mock-up that we kind of saw looks very similar to the current tag team titles that they have in the So I kind of hope that they kind of put a little bit more emphasis on the women's tag team titles and make those look better as well, and not just a a replica of the men's titles, mm-hmm. but with just a feminine face on the, on the actual, pl- on the belts themselves. So we'll see. But yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I don't want to see no more belts that look like, like, look like dimes. Yeah. Coins. Like, dimes. like coins, like coins. I'm like, man, come on. I don't want to see those. I don't want to see Cesaro and them carrying around nickels, big version. Like, exactly. Come on, man. But yeah, no, those UK titles are definitely, I mean, the UK brand probably has hands down, probably the best looking titles out of, Every all the different all, all anybody the different brands in WWE, uh, a lot of right. a lot of a lot of thought and a lot of you know design 
uh, put into those titles, which, uh, like I said, they look look very, very good. What I will say, though, I was super shocked that Mustache Mountain did not take the titles, though. I ain't gonna lie, me too, because uh, especially when you look at the momentum of Mustache Mountain, again, they're part of the uh, British Strong Style Save with Pete Dunne, you would have thought that all three of the members would have walked out with gold. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I can't get mad at the other team of uh, Drake and um, yeah. I can't get yeah, mad Drake at them. Zach Gibson, I, I, Gibson I, I, all, uh, reminds me of a, of a young Nigel McGinnis because his style, a lot of his moves and all that stuff are very like Nigel McGinnis-like. Uh, very much so, uh, but no. Overall, I mean, you know, it's just you know how they how they do it. It's 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 really about the chase, and so since since the heels yeah. do have the championship, it's going to be all about the chase. A mustache mountain on that chase to finally do get those uh to get those tag team titles. So, um, right, and and on top of that, side note, Tyler Bate, he's incredibly young. So literally, plenty of time. The skies. He got so much time, too much time. Yeah, that's the thing. He has too much time. But he already, like I said, he already made history. He was the first UK champion there is. So yeah, uh, and he's a former NXT tag t- uh, champion with Trent Seven. Yeah. So yeah, to add the uh, UK titles to the uh, to that to that mantle, I I dig it. But this uh, even though we said this earlier, but I, I'm not gonna lie, this is literally the match that just really just stole the show for me, which is basically uh, Devlin and uh and Balor because. I saw Devlin pull a move that I have never, I haven't seen Balor do since his Prince Devitt's the other days. And that was a Dreamcast kick, which is like it was a Pele kick, but still it was like a twisting Pele, uh, of course, through uh, a kick that Finn used to do back in New mm-hmm. Japan. And I was so desperate to see that kick in WWE. I have yet to see it. I saw the Pele, Finn's Pele, but it was like I wanted some Dreamcast kick. Devlin did it, and it looks just it's like it's like old Finn versus new uh-huh. Finn. That whole yeah. match. I was like, man, and Finn trained him. I was like, yo, this is so fucking big. I like this. I like this type of stuff. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, and then we had uh, we had Tony Storm versus um, Ripley yeah, versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, Tony Storm took the championship. I I like Tony Storm. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I, I kind of feel it's like a it's almost kind of like a token win a little bit because what she was going through with the whole like uh, picture leak thing that's been, mm-hmm. yeah that been happening on Twitter I think I, I feel like Rhea Ripley should have kept it a little bit longer uh, and kind of like just went through you know kind of you know go through the roster a little bit more I mean I'm pretty sure there'll be a, another reign where she'll be able to do that uh, pretty soon stuff like that but overall that was a good match you yeah I, I mean one thing I can't say you never really see females throw hit butts. And that happened, like oh. the headbutts that they were throwing. I was like, you never see this again. Yo. Like women on on Raw, and, like, they don't throw headbutts like that at all, ever. Like, I, I, like I've I've seen Tony before. I've seen uh, I've never seen Rhea too much. I've seen like I guess you could say steals of her, but I knew Rhea is a good athlete, especially given her height and what she can uh, and how her physique is. Like I know she can be a threat. Now Tony, I have seen. I've seen Tony wrestle before, and it's like. Uh, yeah, Tony. He she's uh she's very she's very popular. And honestly, if anything for the Royal Rumble this year, I wouldn't mind seeing these two uh ladies in the Rumble. Like honestly, I feel like they they might make an appearance. At, at yeah, I'm feeling too. With, Especially with Tony, yeah, with Tony uh, being Tony. the champion, I have a feeling she probably she definitely probably make an appearance in the in the women's Royal Rumble. I'm pretty sure you will see the we'll see both respective NXT Women's Champion uh make an appearance, whether it be uh, Bianca Blair or uh, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. Okay. 
Okay, I know this probably wasn't on the uh, uh, incinerator, but I, I'm going to be completely honest. And I've been saying this for the longest. I was like, uh, okay, we got all four of these people. We have everybody, Ronda, we have Shayna Ronda, Maria, and uh, Justin, and you have Becky, Sasha, Charlotte, and Bailey. Survivor Series is late on this year. I need to see I something. Feel like, I feel, I I feel need like something that's going to be the plan. I think, I think either either one of the things that happen at the Rumble, either Shayna's going to be the first one to give uh, Bianca Blair her first loss, and then she'll probably get it back, you know, like WrestleMania weekend or something like that. Because there's no really – honestly, there's not really anybody with that much momentum in the women's NXT division uh, at this current moment that, you know – is gonna get that big WrestleMania. I mean, get get that big WrestleMania weekend win on the next NXT show. Yeah. So I think Bianca would probably be the would probably be the the one that would probably get that win. And then I can purely see like Shayna Baszler like the following night after losing it, you know, getting called up to the main roster. Uh, she'll probably end up going to maybe something like I'm, I'm thinking she probably go to something like SmackDown, just because there's nobody as far as on Raw other than Ronda. And I don't think they're going to pit them against one another as of yet. That's probably some years down the road before we see a Shayna Baszler run the Rousey match. I have a feeling that if yeah. um, if Oscar, if either if Oscar holds onto the title uh, for SmackDown, we'll probably see like a Shayna Baszler uh, uh, Oscar match. That'll be probably a more competitive match versus. I feel like anybody else on the SmackDown women's roster, uh, she probably run through them minus probably maybe Charlotte. Charlotte and probably Becky. And Becky. I feel and in well, terms of his yeah. with Becky, though, I have a feeling uh, going into the whole Royal Rumble, uh, kind of like Royal Rumble predictions. I have a feeling Becky's probably going to win the Rumble, but she's going to challenge Ronda and go to Raw. Oh no, wait! Don't she? Uh, she already has a tight opportunity at the Rumble, yeah. don't she? Yeah, because she goes against uh, yeah. Oscar. So yeah, that's why I was. Uh, I didn't know she was going to be able to uh, get into the Rumble even after the loss. But see, that's like, all. Then again, see, that's always like at the at the. At the leisure of how WWE wants to tell the story, because we've seen in the, we've seen yeah. in the past where somebody could be in a championship match and a championship match and they don't show up in the Rumble at all and they'll lose. And then there's some cases where they'll be in a match, they lost, lose, a... and then they, all of a sudden they'll show up in the Rumble. Roman Reigns, I just realized that because he just did that uh, a few yeah. years ago. He he went against uh, Kevin Owens, then he ended up. Being in the rumble at number thirty, so yeah, yeah. so yeah, that, you, you you're right, yeah. Because if she does lose, and this is in my opinion, well, more I don't know. I feel like if this doesn't happen at Survivor Series, it'll happen yeah. with Samantha. And they kind of how close everything is with the whole uh, Becky thing when she does. Because I don't, I don't think she's probably gonna take it at the Rumble. It has to happen because that's the only chance she gets to get in Nia Jack's face for the whole incident with the punch in the face. She got it. She 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 got in her face. Yeah. She did. She got it at uh at TLC. Yeah. She it was a backstage uh it was a backstage assault. But if anything, there's no telling. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do with Nia now because she already lost to Sasha when it came to op- uh, opportunity to face uh Ronda yeah. Rousey because uh, Sasha has be, that spot. So be, she's gonna be on the back burner because I think the thing is I think the the plan going forward with her is gonna be more and more on the lines of I mean. If the dream team that I've always thought of when they came with those tag team titles for her, it was gonna be it's Nia Jackson to me. It's that's just it's it's a it's a, yeah. it's a given pretty much for the most part for her to for them to be uh 
for them to be a team. Uh, and, and it could be a thing where, hey, when they when those titles do come up or a tournament, whatever they do to crown a new champion, hey, she may she, be the Bulldogs. Yeah, she may be, they may be the team that ends up, you know, being the inaugural champions for that. I know a lot of people probably want, you know, uh, Bailey and, and Sasha and stuff like that to be the probably be the number. But they'll probably, that'll probably end up being like the finals or semifinals or something like that since those two have been teamed up for quite some time. Uh, so, yeah, and on top of that, like, and you might as well uh, give to me because me and I never even held. Yeah, exactly. Those. She's like, she's uh, ne- yeah, she's never ever had any type of any form of championship. So yeah, that would be definitely a good, you know, a good thing to be able to get her, get her some gold. You know, her being a snooker and all that stuff. Uh, let's see here, and uh, and done. Oh yeah, and uh, the main event of a uh, takeover. I just finished watching. Uh, done and coffee. Uh, I'm amazed by Coffee's athleticism. Yeah. Um, how he was able to do those jump, uh, double jump cross bodies, and of course the fact that Pete Dunne for and currently 600 plus days as a champion, uh, the longest for any modern champion thus far. But then of course we had Walter to come yeah. out, yeah, yeah, with his indie theme. So it's like, okay, cool, I, I dig this. I like what the fact that he kicked Coffee out the ring afterwards. Like, okay, yeah, I, I see a good match coming out of this. I, I like uh-huh. this. Um, yeah, Walter's gonna be a good because it's like because like right now, other than you know the showing that you know that Joe Coffee had in the ring, let's be real, there really hasn't been even though he had the match against Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson, you know, is just he hasn't been around in in the WWE system or WWE NXT UK system long enough to kind of like really show that he's a threat to become champion. So. And same yeah. thing goes with Coffee. Coffee's been probably more in the past several NXT shows. He's been teaming with Gallus a lot. And so he hasn't really been, you know, really just bulldozing on a singles run uh, a whole lot. If anything, like if, let's say if they, made, if they made the match with Dunn and Devlin, I would think Devlin would probably be more of a contender to take the NXT UK championship over anybody else. Just because just how they've been presenting all the different, you know, talent that's on the NXT UK roster, but honestly, I didn't, like, yeah, like no. Walter, yeah, Walter how... seems like a legit threat to be like, okay, he may be the next champ. He may be breaking this, you know, this this streak that Dunn is on right now, so. more Yeah, and more importantly, like, his, uh, Walter's reputation, honestly, it preceded him in this, uh, it, it was like, in my opinion, I don't say to the grand type of reputation as Shinsuke and AJ and, uh, Doc and uh Doc and uh, Anderson had got when they was uh when they you know, people found out they got signed by WWE, but it's like Walter has a type of reputation that follows him when it comes to his fan base. Yeah. Like many people was like literally the crowd popped when he mm-hmm. walked out. So for him to come out, yeah, and I and I agree. Like if if Walter wasn't there, then yeah, Devlin, I'll say he would have been a good pick because how much of a heel he yeah. can play. Like, I like Devlin's style when it comes to being a heel. It's like, he's literally, like I said, he's like Prince Devitt. He's 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 the Prince Devitt of WWE yeah. right now. Well, in, case, in uh, NXT UK. Yeah. So, so, you know, and, uh, and, and I can't wait to, like I said, see more of him uh, more than anything in, more, more than anything in the world when it comes to the uh, UK brand, but. Uso!
Let's welcome these folks to the Oso Penitentiary. Tuesday in Jacksonville, not that far from uh, where SmackDown Live was going to be that night and stuff like that. Uh, a couple things. That... Coincidence. Yeah. Coincidence. Wink, yeah, wink. Exactly. Wink, they know that was purposeful because uh, <laughs> the, the rumor has it is that when the Fox deal starts with SmackDown, when they go to, when they move over to Fox, they're going to move to to Friday nights and that Tuesday slot will free up. And so there's been rumors on AEW uh, more uh, potentially uh, being a Tuesday show. Um, and then they say right now, no Jericho did mention, uh, which is one of the, one of the signees for AEW with a three-year contract uh, with AEW uh, and that they do have two major networks that are in potential negotiation to try to pick up AEW. Uh, and pretty much going to be like a two-hour a two-hour show that they'll be producing on a major network that'll be named at a later date. So, um, and and speaking of signees, uh, like we just said, Jericho being one of them. Uh, honestly, I, I think Jericho's enjoying, and I, and I don't blame him because it's like you, you're very creative outside of WWE. It was limited because uh, the whole Jericho cruise was a success. His run in New Japan mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like uh, Jericho, if anything, would go down as a legend. It literally just kept reinventing yeah. himself without, without, without a shadow that he just kept. And he's he's damn near fifty, and he's he still constantly reinvents himself. So I, it was a good sign for him. Now Pac, I thought he was gonna stay on the uh, European indie scene, but looks like he's not done over here yet, and he's over here great. And it's like he might his first feud is gonna be with yep. Hangman. Which I actually I'm yeah, digging. Definitely, 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 uh, definitely digging it. I was pretty shocked about the whole, not really too shocked about the whole Pac signing because it there was a thing about them trying to get him to be at all in, but you know, with him still still being under contract and them holding his contract hostage uh, for WWE. Yeah, he was yeah, frozen. He was, he was literally frozen, and like the following month, he was finally released. About a month after all in had happened, so call that a coincidence if you want to, but but <laughs> yeah, so he's finally and the thing with him, like he doesn't like. People like Kevin Owens, he's really good friend with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and stuff like that. And they like, you know, Neville, Pac, he doesn't really care. He's not really about the money or anything. He's more about like performing and the art and, you know, telling a good story and stuff like that. And so when in the ring and just performing, he, he's more about the art of the performing and stuff like that. So, which is yeah. great. I, 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 I'm so I'm, I'm, re- I'm super ready to see uh, Neville back on a cable. Cable channel, man, because uh, I ain't gonna lie, Miss Neville, and it was it was it sucked because I hate that I couldn't watch Ricochet versus Neville. Thank I couldn't you, watch. Uh, it's like we we were not watch, we're, we're watch, never gonna. I'm not saying we're never gonna get that, but I mean with Ricochet, it's with, gonna be a the, while with the hype that Ricochet has and the Rock co-sign and Ricochet and all that stuff. He's gonna be a WWE guy for a good for a good minute, unless and the only thing that can really <laughs> even potentially see. Pac coming back in would be in a situation, let's say, not sure how long his contract is for AEW, but let's say in the next couple of years or something like that, he could, Triple H could bring him back on as a NXT UK talent or something like that. That'll be the only way I can really see it. And, and honestly, 
that's almost if he wouldn't have got out of his contract, they wouldn't, he wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have granted his release. That's kind of where I would have saw him like ending up and just pulling him out of the cruiserweight division altogether. Yeah, because like that was the thing about Neville. That's how I think Neville just really wanted. He just wanted to get out of the cruiserweight, especially for him to work with somebody like Enzo um, at the time. I I can understand how frustrated he is. Like I got to drop it to him, right. and then on top of that, dealing with the stuff that he's already giving backstage. Right. Like uh, I, I I don't feel comfortable in this division. Like I I can help it, but at the same time, like I need to move on. Like I like looking at Neville, Neville. It's somebody who can it was I don't think it is Neville was just short, but still Neville still had a built so was, figure I mean, and he still had the I mean, built the short figure. thing the, the short thing is that. always like a, a you know an argument that would always be held. I mean, come on, look at Benoit. Benoit was short. Benoit, Ray Mysterio, Sean Michaels, Bret Hart, those were uh, the, the big guys yeah. that Mr. Man has a fetish yeah. for. But they still became those top yeah. guys. Never could have been. Yeah, that I mean he guy. had. The, I mean he had like, the muscles that Vince McMahon like. He just didn't hit, didn't didn't meet the height requirement. That's what I'm just trying to understand. Like, bro, Neville is is in the best shape, and he literally just got more yeah. ripped after leaving it's, WWE. Exactly. It's like, and speaking of that, speaking of WWE, um, when it comes down to the contracts of the elite, um, Cody and the Young Bucks and Heyman, like they were offered. A very like a lot of unique deals, even though they turned it down. And from what uh they were saying, like Cody and Young Bucks and Heyman, they met with Triple yeah. H, and it wasn't like a messy type of thing. They actually was grateful that Triple H met with them the way that they uh the meeting was yeah, set up. Yeah, uh, even after actually, the, actually yeah. the Bucks were like they were in negotiation with Triple H for like twelve hours. They they had got yeah, they twelve had hours. stipulations on the contract where if they weren't happy with the put in the first six months, if they weren't happy with the push, they could just you know get out of their Get out of the contracts and stuff like that, and like nobody, nobody ever gets like those type of deals with WWE. Like once you locked in, you locked in, and you know that could, that basically and, told you that they really one, they really, really wanted them, and two, they didn't want AEW to be a thing because they know with them together as a you know as starting this promotion, they know that's going to be a threat. They know that's going to be a problem. They know that they're going to have the problem of not being able to sign who they want to when they want to. And that they know they can get snatched up by, if especially with AEW being backed by the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So as they know it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah, Tony Khan, and they got money. And on top of that, um, I remember they were also saying to pay that all the young bucks would have uh, gotten by. They would have been paid the same amount as AJ Styles, and for Hangman. He would have been paid main roster money, even though he would have been in NXT and he would have been pushed as a main event talent level in NXT, but would have gotten paid as if he was on the main roster. And as far as the uh, being elite show, they would have had that on the WWE yeah. Network. Yep. So they also said that as well. Yeah. So you know, it, it's it's honestly it's still a good thing that they went on here and did that on thing because uh, ultimately, yeah, WWE doesn't really they competition mainly for now would have just been. Ring of Honor and New Japan, those are like the only two name. big name competitions yeah, for the most, for, that for they the got. For the, definitely for the most part. At least until AEW got off the ground. But then we have the the card, the little wild card of the whole thing, which is Kenny Omega, whose contract is going to be up at the uh, end of this yeah. month. And, uh, and, and, and Jericho kind of let the cat out the bag a little bit. Is you're saying that you know that he would be? He, he I forgot what exactly what he said, but it, in more or less terms, it was like. He's gonna be joining. He's gonna be joining AEW, 
once his contract is up with uh, New Japan and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it seems it seems obvious, especially because one, it's part of the uh, elite, elite, yeah, and it's the elite. But yeah, it's like it felt more like it's common sense. But my thing was, I still wouldn't have mind seeing Kenny Omega and WWE mainly just to the degree of like how Kota Ibushi is. Kota Ibushi, he's a free yeah, he, yeah, so he, yeah, he's, he's he doesn't. Free, and I can see him probably going to uh to AEW too at some point as well, just because like he's like you said, he's a freelancer. He does he has not signed a contract with New Japan. No one. Um, like, also, with anybody. He, he just comes from money, which is why he doesn't sign which which why he doesn't sign like contract. He's not really he's another one that doesn't really do wrestling for the money. He does it because he loves it. So Yeah, so that would have been the one thing I wanted. At least I would have wanted at least to see Kenny Omega just for the crowd reaction mm-hmm. to see him pop up in the Royal Rumble or to at least give us a dream match of him versus Daniel Bryan, him versus AJ now, mm-hmm. um, him versus Ricochet, just to have that type of thing. But then after once we got those dream matches, then, all right, cool, he can go to AEW. Yeah. Because at least it reduced his uh, work schedule. He can have a little bit more time to himself. <laughs> and then after he give us the dream match that we wanted, he can just go to AEW, which is something that we obviously yeah. wanted uh, still. But, you know, again, it, it, it was very obvious that he'll go to uh, – AEW. And one more thing on that. Uh, according to the chief brand opera- uh, officer, uh, which is Cody Rose, right, uh, Brandy, the men and women that are signed to the promotion are going to get equal pay. Yeah. So, yeah. That's that's a that's a cool thing. I actually think. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. And 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 Brandy Rose kind of gave more clarification on like if it's like a new up and coming you know wrestler and a, a male or female, their their pay is going to be the same. But in a situation if it's a you know a bigger name that's going to draw more to the brand and stuff like that, of course yes they're going to get paid more. But if it's you know new guy, new girl, not really too known, and they're coming up in AEW, then yes, they will be paid equally the same unless, you know, they catch fire and they're just like the hottest thing going. So that's that's definitely definitely a good thing to hear. Um oh, and speaking of those big names, one of the big another big name that's supposed to be that's a rumor is Bill Goldberg. Yeah, I heard that. And and there's a part of me that's like, I don't think Bill gone. I I, I really I mean he could be it could be one of a commentator. It could be like a maybe like a you know like a guest or just like a you know something of the sorts. I don't think it's gonna be too much of on a, as an active, active talent because he for the because he yeah, for man. the most part kind of like he was getting you know doing his like short run he had a year or two ago. He was you know he was I mean he even say he's like man I'm gassed. So I don't really think he's gonna yeah. be you know an active talent that'll probably be you know in. In AEW, it may be a thing like, for example, let's say they have the first show, they do like a battle royale type of thing. I can see him, you know, making an appearance in the battle royale because battle royales doesn't require you a whole lot of, you know, time, a lot of, time, not not. A lot of focus on you to to a certain extent and stuff like that. I can see him probably being in like something like that and, and making an appearance as a, it's like a, it's like yeah. a feel good moment or something like that. But so. Uh, let's see, man. I want to say that's going to be it for All Into Wrestling Podcast, which is a bonus show for Nerdflow. Uh, we appreciate those who tune in and take a listen to it. Please make sure you guys leave comments. If you want to see more of this, let us know on the uh, Nerdflow Podcast Facebook. Uh, this will also be going up on Anchor. So if you are a current listener to Anchor or anything like that, just be hitting all the major platforms of Nerdflow Podcast. It'll be in the same exact feed that you get. Nerdful podcast every single week. 
we'll be trying to do these, try to do these on a weekly basis. There's so much to be going on in the in the world of wrestling, so we want to try to do these as much as we can and kind of, you know, for those who may be on the fence about leaving wrestling or just don't watch it at all and just want to hear what's going on, we'll be trying to give you guys more of that on a weekly basis. So, uh, so yeah, man, we'll be out of here. Quick, wait, quick side what's note for those who, like me and Rose, are here play wrestling games, especially WWE 2K19, which is out now, on all available platforms. We are getting the next DLC, I believe, on the 22nd that of this month, correct. which is uh, yeah, the New Stars Rising Pack. So who are you excited Ricochet. to play as? Part of the- that is, <laughs> like, that's the easiest ricochet. That is who I am going to be playing as. That's who I'm going to probably, when, when the pack drops next week, we'll be doing a, uh, we'll be probably doing something on the Nerdflow um, Twitch channel, Facebook, stuff like that, because I want to kind of like, you know, kind of go through all the different superstars in the pack and stuff like that. Uh, I will be probably be creating the kingdom because we got Adam Cole in the game and we got Mike Bennett, formerly Mike Bennett, which is Mike Canellis. All I got to do is get myself a, uh, a Matt Taven and that'll be the, the original kingdom from ROH because I, I really want to do that because I thought about that when I when I realized he was in the pack when they announced it like some, you know, when the game was being announced. So, yeah, because I, I didn't even pay too much attention to it until I, I was on Instagram. I saw the little I saw uh, the two, a 2K19 video of the entrance. I was like, oh, that might be fan-made. Now look closer. No, nah, this ain't fan-made. This yep. is real. Oh, okay. I forgot about this. Yeah, they, they do have a new pet coming out. But you know what's weird? I'm actually anxious to play as Leo oh, Rush. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's my next one that I'm, that I'm really anxious to play as, too. Yeah, Leo Rush as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this man work. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just want him to stop being a manager. Just be a uh, be I, what I think, you want. I think they pick him because he, he does know how to talk. He can, he can, he's definitely, a, he's definitely a good talker. And I think that's the reason why, because, you know, Lashley's not really a talker. Lashley is a silent, silent, but deadly type of competitor is what he is. Even when he. Keep it that yeah, way. Keep it that way. Yeah, that's, that's how it was when he was in TNA, man. He wasn't doing a lot. The only time he had any type of, he would, you know, he'd get on the mic here and there and, but it wasn't like long or anything like that. And then he would just, you know, he bulldozed through you. So, but. I don't want to see this man showing his anus again, man. Oh, yeah. Man. So we, yeah we, we, we. I, I don't want to see this no more, man. Just let Lashley run through people like toilet paper. Give us a Brock Lesnar and Lashley match before yeah, Brock goes. That's, that, that's what I do want to, exactly. But all right, man. Uh, again, all into wrestling. We out of here. We'll catch you guys next time. Later.